Dietz and Watson's been making meats and cheeses the right way since forever. What's that mean? It means never cutting corners, ever. It means cooking, not processing. It means our Virginia brand ham that's cooked to perfection, then twice baked to layer the flavors. It takes more time, but you can taste the difference. We come to work every day to do it the right way, even if it's the hard way. Because if it's not right for us, it's not right for you. Dietz and Watson, it's a family thing since 1939. Do you want a beautiful lawn? Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour, and they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed. from Los Angeles at the Convention Center for Radio Row here on Bet the Edge. Thanks for joining us on the NBC Sports Edge YouTube channel. Another beautiful day, just three days away now from Super Bowl 56. We have an awesome show coming up today and of course even tomorrow as we round out Bet the Edge. Let's take a look at our guest coming up on today's show and for tomorrow as well. We got Warren Sharp, Jeff and Vaughn and tomorrow Jerry Rice, Jay Croucher, Eric Eager, Seth Rollins an awesome two days coming Coming up. As far as today goes, a lot to get to. We have Warren Sharp. He's coming on with how you can get paid after potentially the first drive of the Super Bowl. Former offensive lineman Jeff Schwartz stopping by this set to handicap Joe Burrow and get into the Rams defensive line. And we call him the prop king for a reason. Our guy Von Delzell coming on with some obscure lines that you can find value on right now. He's going to share those with us. And you got to stick around till the very end of the show to hear Drew's NBA play for Edge of the Day. We got a lot more coming up here on Bet the Edge, powered by PointsBet. It's really fun having different people on set every day. This is a guy we work with all of the time. Happy to have you here. Warren Sharp, what's going on? Hey, I'm happy to be here. Obviously, love your guys' show. Love seeing you guys in person. It's going to be a great day. I like that, uh, Warren, you know, your, your style that you bring to the set uh, definitely lifts us up. It's an early morning shoot here. We had a fun night in, uh, out, in, out in Venice Beach last night. Uh, Sarah is trying to up my stress level, though, I feel like, <laughs> for this game. She takes me to the whaler. Uh, I'm very notably anti-whaler, so uh, it was a fun time, though, regardless. And now here you are in Cincinnati Orange, so uh, we, may, we may have to sort out some of the stuff that's going on okay, here. Okay, let me clarify uh, yeah. for a second here on the show before we get into a million picks that we will get into momentarily. The Whaler was a cool name. <laughs> the logo itself matched with the Whale Copper. You forgot to buy a shirt yesterday. I, I may go back to Venice to get you one. And to be honest, I am wearing Cincinnati Bengals colors for Joe Burrow. I am rooting for him, but I wore a lot of Rams color. I've mentioned I'm part of the Ramley with you, rooting for your picks coming up. And we're going to have a lot more picks on this show and blitzing the board later in terms of the game. But I will agree, Warren, you look fantastic. The shoes and jacket. A1 combination. Thank you. Thank you. Um, but we do have to get into some NFL plays. People are listening, and there are a plethora of bets to get involved in right now. So I'll leave it to you to start us off with, as you look at this game right now, uh, money certainly come in on the colors that I'm wearing, the Cincinnati Bengals over the last 24 hours or so. Um, that, the prop market, the total, I'll let you take it from here. Your favorite look right now that we can bet into. Well, I think one of the fun ones is what's going to happen on the first drive. A lot of people love to get paid right away, and I've got an idea for how you can get paid minus 
minus 110, and that's that the Cincinnati Bengals' first drive will end in a punt. And here's why I think that. The Bengals on the road, if you look at their statistics, very different than when they play at home. They, they are more conservative, and they aren't as... I guess, high-flying and explosive when they play on the road. Of their 10 road games this year, seven punts, one field goal, one touchdown, and one fumble. Now, the touchdown came against the Detroit Lions, a terrible team. The field goal came against the Tennessee Titans in the AFC divisional round game. And in that game, that was a drive that basically started in fringe field goal range because of an interception for Brian Tannehill. This team, when they are backed up inside their own 35-yard line on opening drives of the game, has seven punts and one field goal on the season. And then the cherry on the top is when you look back at what the Rams have done the last seven weeks, every single one of their opponent's first drives has ended in a punt. So I think there's a lot of opportunity here for this first drive to end in a punt. You've got a young quarterback and an inexperienced head coach making their first trip to the Super Bowl. No turnover, no mistakes. Don't set yourself up behind the eight ball before you get started. Let's just get ourselves eased into this game. I really think that there's a good chance we see a punt for the first possession. I kind of can't believe this is minus 110. Steve Smith Sr. put this in a really good concept yesterday, just discussing, you know, two teams feeling each other out and with a young quarterback in the first quarter. So. Yeah. I wonder what in the world, uh, is it just because people want to bet like there will be a score? Like, because what minus, I mean, base your breakdown, and basically the way I understand they price a lot of these is they're using in season data, they're using trying to get, you know, team by team tendencies. And uh, 110 feels like a, a pretty decent plus EV there. Um, and it, it's fun that uh, you can find f these interesting game state uh, ways to attack the market. Um, and another one that I've been dying to get your takes on here is some of the kicker props. We've talked plenty of kickers this week. <laughs> yes, we um, have. And There's never enough talk about yeah, yeah, there are at least a dozen ways to betting into the kicking market. Um, but I think we share an affinity for Evan McPherson, who's been utterly dynamic this year for the Cincinnati Bengals. Of the options for you know having some bullish um, opinion of McPherson, what's uh, the best way to get involved with a kicking prop? Well, so a lot of my props in the, in the game are early, and they're kind of aligned. I like first score to be a field goal. And that's plus money. Bengals first score to be a field goal, that's plus money. And I've got a lot of data that backs up my logic there, but without breaking it all down, the bottom line is of late as well as on the road, this is what they tend to do is kick field goals early. And we see oftentimes, even if they're lucky enough to drive into the red zone, right? If they drive to the 30, the 35, boom, they're in Evan McPherson territory right there and they can't get any closer. But let's say they drive into the red zone, third and long, Joe Burrow sack, like this stuff happens, that's gonna be a field goal. The other prop that I like is that you have to lay a little bit of juice on is Evan McPherson to kick a field goal in the first half. Over a half a McPherson field goal in the first half, you could bet that as well. I think that was like minus 140 when I took it. Nice. Um, so you get the plus money on their first score to be a field goal, and you get them to have one field goal in the first half at a little bit of juice. Yeah, right now, just looking at the odds, Cincinnati's first score to be a field goal on points bet plus 130. So pretty good odds for Cincinnati relying on their kicker as they've done all season. Warren, I have an issue with you. Well, I have a uh -oh. few, but one yep. in particular. I know you do. And uh, <laughs> yesterday we were talking about our, our running backs and both Cam Akers and the bets we're placing on Joe Mixon. And it did feel like we were going head to head on both of these. Not bit. my favorite way to attack uh, a game when you hear that <laughs> an analyst you work 
with is on the opposite side. But nonetheless, I'd like to hear your argument on air about Joe Mixon, a guy that I took the over for his receptions. I like the overs for his rushing yards. And you, my friend, like the under. And I read through a lot of your analysis on your website. So kind of break down exactly your read specifically for Joe Mixon heading into the Super Bowl. Yeah, I know you and Drew. I've listened to the show, obviously. I'm a, I'm a fan. I'm a follower. I'm a listener. So everybody else should be subscribing as well. But I know that you guys were talking about you like the Mixon over stuff. And so I just wanted to throw a little bit of cold water on it. And here's my reasoning for that. One of the key elements of this game is the play calling of Zach Taylor. And Zach Taylor is one of the most predictable play callers in the NFL on early downs based upon where Joe Burrow aligns behind center. If he's in shotgun, the pass rate is like 87%. If wow. he's under center, the run rate is at 86%. Okay. The NFL averages are more like three quarters, like 75%. He is top five, either most pass heavy or most run heavy in the NFL based upon that. You're going up against one of the best run defenses in the NFL. The Cincinnati Bengals have not faced very many run defenses quite like this. And for those reasons, I think with two weeks to prepare and with the ability for the Rams to say, okay, this is what their tendencies are, I think there's a good chance that a lot of this early down work that Joe Mixon is trying to do is going to be short gains because of the defense really good run defense and really predictable play calling from Zach Taylor and then some of the third down stuff where you hope to get over this total maybe maybe it's a third and 17 and you got a 13 yard run right like those are the key ones that you might need I think we're seeing a lot more Pirine in the game in some of those situations so it's not my favorite prop there's others that I liked better but it is one thing that I'm looking at is is the mix and under and the other thing is kind of because I think that the Rams have the better chance to be leading late in this game. Okay. And game 76% of the handle coming yeah. in on the under. Very strong spot. case. It's a very strong case. Um, two weeks to prepare for this team. Predictable offensive approach. I'm now wondering why we aren't looking a little bit harder at this full game under, but we'll uh, we'll maybe dive into that in blitz. Let's just let's just wait bit. to see yeah, what the public keeps in, doing. Let's, let's dig see. into that a that's, I'm, I'm, I'm with you, Drew. We're seeing eye to eye there. <laughs> okay, what's the case for Cam Akers to um, be a surprise positive contributor? Okay, so here's my take on Cam Akers. The issue with the analysis that I have heard about why Cam Akers sucks isn't that it's incorrect based upon the statistics because he has been terrible <laughs> however however look at sony michelle his running mate has sony michelle like vastly exceeded what cam has been doing the last three weeks since cam has been back no sony's numbers are terrible too so do we have a situation here where both of these backs just stink no, I don't think that's true either. I think what we've got on our hands here is the fact that the Rams have gone up against their last five games, four top ten run defenses in those five games. We've had a ridiculous schedule of opposing run defenses that they have played. And one of the metrics I look at, because the Rams tend to run the football more on early downs, oftentimes too often on first down for my taste. When they are running on early downs, the Cincinnati Bengals since week eight against running back runs on early downs, ranked dead last in the NFL. Number 32 in efficiency allowed to opposing backs on early downs. This is off they're playing number one ranked San Francisco, number nine ranked Tampa Bay in the last two games. Now you go up against number 32. So I have not bet this over. I'm a little worried about the timeshare element, especially the Daryl Henderson. I'm frankly surprised Akers mm -hmm. props haven't dropped more yeah, since yeah. Sean McVay came out and said, right. we're going to utilize and work in Daryl Henderson more. But I absolutely think that 
that um, the efficiency is going to be there. And thus, I think Sean McVay may end up running the ball more than a lot of people think because this is the number 32 run defense on these early downs. And listen, Sean McVay has proven time after time again, if he could stick with one running back throughout the game, he will. And maybe the guy is Cam Makers. I certainly like the under unless it's a blowout game, which I think all of us are in agreement it will not be a blowout by the Los Angeles Rams. We'll break this down, this game uh, down a ton more on Blitzing the Board. That's coming up a special edition, 1.30 p.m. Eastern today on YouTube, and you could watch it on Peacock. That'll re-air throughout the weekend. He is Warren Sharp. You could find him on Twitter at Sharp Football. Tons of awesome content and analysis there. Warren, we'll talk to you in a few hours. Thanks, guys. See Thank you, you soon. That was a very strong segment. Uh, Not when you have the about, other side. I'm a little nervous about your uh, running back props, I have to, I well, to tell you. If I hit everything else, we'll be fine. We'll <laughs> okay. be just fine, and we'll root for the Ramley. Um, the Bengals and Rams are the last two teams remaining in the playoffs, and NBC Sports Edge Plus is giving you a special offer. Get 15% off an Edge Plus annual subscription throughout the playoffs. When you use the promo code PLAYOFF15, get every tool for every game at one low price. It is easier than ever to play and wager with confidence when you have NBC Sports Edge Plus. Well, awesome segment with Warren. We now transition to a former offensive lineman in the NFL, a good friend of mine, Jeff Schwartz. He now joins the show, Fox Sports Gambling Analyst. Come on I, in, Jeff. I don't really fit this table. <laughs> this table's not really made for someone of my size. I had this issue yesterday. I was in a chair that was not made. I mean, look at this. I look kind of like a clown. This is silly. Whatever. Okay, we're doing this. Jeff, Let's go. do you want me to boost your confidence on, no. on while we're live on air? No, I'm I'll fine. tell you, you look I'm fantastic. Fine. Thank you. you fit the table wonderful, and we're I happy to have it. you on. Yeah, glad to be here. We got to talk about the quarterback for a second, and let's start with Joe Burrow for a few reasons. I've been waiting all week to, to pick your brain about this. Joe Burrow got sacked way too many times against Tennessee, and as a former offensive lineman, I'm sure he met with his team, the coaches met, and they're like, hey, you got to protect me before we go up against Aaron Donald and, and Von Miller and company. But I look at his props, and he's clearly set out for a big day, 275 passing yards. That's his total for the over-under. So both from a former offensive lineman perspective and also as you've been handicapping the NFL for quite some time, looking at Joe Burrow specifically, Specifically, yes. how do you see this playing out? All right, so I think people will assume the under is going to hit because he will get sacked a bunch, which he will get hit. He'll get hit a ton. He was pressured 16 times by the Chiefs. Chris Jones, Frank Clark, this is now Aaron Donald, you know, Leonard Floyd, Von Miller. He's going to get hit a lot. But go to the Titans game. He got sacked nine times that game. But he threw for 350 yards. And the reason why, when you get sacked, it goes from first and 10, let's say, to second and 17. Now you have 17 yards to make up to, to get a first down. So your numbers get expanded when you pass the ball in that sort of offense where you get sacked a bunch. So I think the over is actually the player. I don't think the Bengals score a lot of points, but I think Burrow trying to make up the difference every time he's sacked leads to more yards than it would if it was just first and 10 and, and the offense was operating on the regular. Two, secondly, Joe Mixon's not going to have a good game. You know, he's going to be behind the so first and 10 becomes second and 12. Like that's two more yards now to get that first down. So I think that's a way to play the Joe Burrow prop. Because you would think nine sacks, no way he has a bunch of yards. He had 348 yards passing. So I'm looking Joe Burrow over for that specific reason. That's fantastic look, and uh, I can only add a little bit to that, which is that he's operating with a set of wide receivers and even some running backs that can gain a lot of yards after the yes. catch, and the Rams do tend have a tendency to uh, to give up those yards. And they're probably going to be behind. I, I, I've i been 0 for 3 in Bengals games this year, this postseason. So I think they, <laughs> if they're behind too, they will be throwing the ball to try to get back in the game. I love it. Well, um, speaking, you know, staying on topic, 
Uh, Rams expected to have an absolute all-time sort of a day from a, um, a pass rush standpoint. Tough to find a recent example of when you have this big of a mismatch in the trenches in a Super Bowl. Last year. But here we are. Oh, last year. Well, that's a great point. Yes. Oh, yes. Absolutely. It happened last year, guys. You're and absolutely I said right. last year, as we entered the Super Bowl, I said, look, guys, the Chiefs are down a bunch of guys as they were. Mahomes is going to hit, hit a bunch. The difference is, look, Burrow is maybe better under pressure than Mahomes as far as, like, guys in his face, right? We've seen that. He's been doing this all season long. The right. Bengals fans will say, well, it's been all season, guys. It doesn't matter. It has to matter at some point. I think it matters this weekend. So that was last year. Last year, right? You're the right. offense couldn't operate because the offensive line wasn't good. The difference is, look, Jonah Williams at left, left tackle is good for the Bengals. So Quinn Spain's okay at, at left guard, but the rest of them are all bad. So they have a little leg up to Kansas because they can run the ball left a little bit. But, yeah, it's last year. Last year is the example. Okay, so of the guys on the D-line for the Rams, um, my opinion is, you know, I, I don't think it's worth betting Aaron Donald MVP just because he's so selfless. He takes on multiple hats and kind of lets some of the other guys pick up the glory. Is that the way you see things, or do you think this is his time? Plus 1,600, I believe, is the Aaron Donald MVP number, right? It sure is. Yeah. So he'll need three sacks, I think, for that, right? Yeah. And, and a safety, maybe. There's a good – safety is an interesting play in this game because let's say you pin them deep. Hecker pins them deep. Aaron Donald can get home and get a safety, right? If he gets a sack, a safety, a strip sack, they have to win the game that way, right? Like Stafford can, if they score 27, 28 points, Donald's probably not getting the MVP, right? It's it's yeah. if it's 13 to three again, like that's yeah, right. that's how he gets the MVP. Um, he's selfless, but he also is a butt kicker. Like he's, <laughs> it doesn't matter. Like he break, he beats double teams all the time, so he can be selfless, but he can end up with with three sacks. I mean, Vaughn Miller is a good is a good prop here too, because I think Vaughn we're seeing him kind of play like that 2015 version of Vaughn Miller, yeah. where yeah, yeah, and yeah. and again, you can't double everyone, right? It's just not the way it works. And I think also too, one way to combat a pass rush is actually not to really double anyone. I know it seems kind of odd, but you spread everyone out, and then you throw the ball very quickly, right? Like, so you have more passing options, and you, you read the defense, and you go. Burrow did that a bunch in college as well. So I don't think they're going to pack everyone in. They're going to throw the ball quickly and hope someone's open early in the down. Just looking, by the way, at, at the players to record a sack on the Los Angeles front. Aaron Donald, minus 200, pleading <laughs> the way, and then Von Miller, minus 180. So certainly hefty odds to record a sack. I do like Von Miller and Aaron Donald, if you think it's going to be a low-scoring game like I'm certainly leading towards for MVP. But that kind of leads me to ask you about your yeah. prediction. Let's start with the total for just a second. This was bet down from about 50 when it opened to now 48 and a half. And I'll now be curious to get your thoughts for all of the bets that you like and looking both in the quarterback props yeah. and MVP market. How do you see this playing out in terms of the total? I mean, I like the under in this. I, I don't. I don't generally, I mean, I bet on unders. I don't really like, they're not fun to wager on, right? <laughs> but, I mean, like, I keep going back to this game, like, you know, 27-17, right? Like, you know, 24-13. I just don't see a lot of points in this game. Um, you know, I, I do trust Stafford a little bit more than I did three weeks ago, but, like, there's bound to be an interception, right? A bad interception that takes points off the board. Again, I think the Bengals can't move the ball, especially in the red zone, guys, right? Five touchdowns. 12 field goals so far it's because yep. their offensive line is not good in the red zone it, it, it makes the issues even tougher to move the ball when when the field gets shorter and so i just don't think there's a lot of points in this game so i lean the under here and i know there's you know there's reverse line movement and there's a bunch of sharp money on the under too but I, that's what i would lean in, in in that direction yeah no we're we're simpatico on this and actually of all of the stuff you said what stuck with me the most is potential for a safety because we have been talking all week about how it's unlikely that McVay trots Matt Gay out there to attempt 
a, an especially long field goal considering yeah. his you know his recent track record and potentially he's carrying injury um which means you have the best punter in the universe in johnny hecker uh well i'm i'm being facetious of course but we he's a very good he's johnny, johnny hecker we were trying to get jay to give us an mvp price on hecker but you know people people uh, yeah. did not want no, they, they don't want they don't want that if, heat yeah because yeah, if that, that happens heat. a game is like three to two <laughs> and no one wants to watch a three to two super bowl our, our uh, one of our friends who had uh you know boots on the ground in the in the press box during rams patriots when it was three three going yeah. into the fourth quarter there was talk and buzz that they were going to give hecker the mvp in that game and uh it until uh until that's the patriots crazy. scored a touchdown and, that's, and, and that's, you know, edelman, edelman. Put up i hope this game isn't it. like that uh, <laughs> yes. well, it was a fun one from a betting standpoint but yes. uh, lousy from an entertainment standpoint um all that said yes the you know the likelihood that you're getting a, a you know the the Bengals pin deep the potential for their crowd noise favoring la uh, all that does make me think that safety yes maybe a little underpriced Plus like 750, I think. Plus 750. I think that's what it, I think I saw last night. Also, like one more non-quarterback under. I like Boyd over 40 and a half yards. I don't know what number we've the, spent the, some time. You guys have. 40 so, and a half discussing um, that. since week seven, Boyd and Burrow are number one in the NFL in the short intermediate passes. They're number one in completion percentage, yards per attempt, and I think passer rating in that time. And we know the Rams struggled to kind of cover the short intermediate. You know, I think they're 29th in, in, in DVOA in that point without Uzama in the game. I mean, he try to play put it like that but I don't know how good he's going to be that goes to Boyd like Boyd that becomes his area of the field he hasn't been over that number in, in four weeks but I think they have to work him in that part of the field this week to get I think the Rams are going to try to take away Ramsey of course not Ramsey take away Chase with Ramsey of course mm -hmm. and then there have to be other options if, if Uzama's not playing that falls into Boyd and Higgins well if they take away these explosive options and we'll leave it here kind of like the under in terms of the side yeah is it the Rams I, I'm just going Rams money line. I, I, I just feel, look, again, I, I get it, Bengals fans. You, you all have this magical run. and blah, blah, blah. But, like, at some point, offense lines have to matter. It has to matter you can't block anyone. It has to matter that you can't block anyone. So and the difference between the Chiefs, Titans, and Raiders defense is that the Rams have a pass defense, right? And, and yeah. the Bengals this year, I think, have played one defense in the top ten. And they lost that game. Like, this is the best defense they played almost the entire season. And they have two weeks to prepare. I'll take the Rams' money line. I would lean Rams' money. So I think the Rams win by 10. But I just probably feel more comfortable on the money line. I think it comes down as we get to kickoff. I know we disagree on this. But I think there's a lot of Bengals' money comes in on it's, Sunday. You were right. We it's were discussing started, yesterday. Yeah, it's it's already half. started. Some three and a half, so some four. I would so. wait till like, kickoff on Sunday to get the best Rams' money line price. Okay. Well, I look forward to watching this game and rooting for the Rams for you and this guy <laughs> and I guess myself at this point. Jeff, thank you so yeah, much for taking here. the time. Dietz and Watson's been making meats and cheeses the right way since forever. What's that mean? It means never cutting corners, ever. It means cooking, not processing. It means our Virginia brand ham that's cooked to perfection, then twice baked to layer the flavors. It takes more time, but you can taste the difference. We come to work every day to do it the right way, even if it's the hard way. Because if it's not right for us, it's not right for you. Dietz and Watson, it's a family thing since 1939. Do you want a beautiful lawn? Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour, and they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com, to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed. With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. 
That means you earn on what you want, like trying out that new workout class, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like a foam roller for your sore muscles. That's the beauty of the Active Cash credit card. It's ready when you are, with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash credit card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com slash active cash. All right. The one thing I will say about this game. Electric show today. It's an electric show. We got a lot of awesome guests. And the one thing I will say that stood out that that Jeff just mentioned fairly quickly here, Drew, is the sense that we saw this last year. Yes. And why we haven't mentioned that. um, Yeah. It's pretty beyond me. We saw this between the Bucs. We saw this. It was a blowout. And you could certainly argue the edge and the similarities is between the Rams and the Buccaneers with this angle. Yes. You had a team that was playing at home in the Super Bowl that uh, had a massive advantage in the trenches on both sides of the ball. And uh, that what is what, that's, what, that's exactly how that manifests. So two years in a row, interesting uh, proposition. I, I, you it's, a, it's, an, it's an awesome angle to attack this game. We have a lot more angles and ways to get involved in this game. Come on in, Vaughn. Welcome to the show. Look at this. Another guy from NBC Sports Edge joining us live. Vaughn Dalzell, the prop king. Set him up like that. Vaughn, we've discussed so many different ways to bet this game all week long yeah. as we get ready for Super Bowl 56. But now I'm curious because I know you have a ways now to, to attract third down conversions. <laughs> a ton of props that I think offer a lot of value that people yeah. aren't getting as, as heavily involved with. So take me through your, your first best bet on the board right now that we have not touched on so far on this set well you have to get creative now because we talked about every prop every player every game pick so let's let's talk about some other things here and right now the third down conversions is a hot bet to make but I looked at some stats and I'm not so convinced that it's going to be the bet to make to the over now five and two to the under in the last seven Super Bowls which has definitely been uh, it was astonishing to me because you think that every team is converting third downs going over 10 easily but these two teams average five third down conversions per game and like I said, the last three have had nine or less. I think it's a good bet to the under, actually. So we're going to go plus money, and we're going to switch for a pick because the stats don't lie, and I like the under. Fantastic, and I tend to agree with you, uh, particularly given sort of what we've already talked about on this show, which yeah. is a lot of the Bengals' third downs are going to be long. And yes. that, that is going to set up for an obvious passing down, which then invites the pass rush to come and you know, uh, make a play. Um, fourth down, The fourth down market, equally interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. The uh, just if you want a little uh, side sweat with me uh, along during the game, if the Bengals go because you're not going to be sweating enough during. The I know there's, yeah. there's, sure there's, there's so sweats. many different things that there's so many side sweats here. If the Bengals go three of three from fourth down, it cost me like like low low four figures. If they go four of four on fourth down, it's cost me like almost five figures. So I'm going to be very very much hoping that the Bengals wow. just miss one fourth down so that that my uh, my side be laser focused on this I know, game yeah. for you it's on so, Sunday. So, yeah. so anything but Bengals fourth down conversions what what say you are they in line to convert a fourth down well and will I be sweating this prop you definitely will be sweating this prop oh. absolutely sweating <laughs> this prop uh two straight Super Bowls we've had fourth down conversions four of the last five I mean so you think but we saw Sean McVay coaching. A little worrisome how he coaches. So I, they're going to get into some fourth down situations for the Rams on their end. The Bengals, I mean, hey, I like Joe Burrow. I like their team. I like what they can do. I know they're going to be aggressive because they're going to have to be, especially being the dogs. So I think there are going to be some fourth down conversions. I think both teams are good bets to the over. Um, we've seen a lot of teams go for it lately in the Super Bowls, and I think this is another case where two aggressive offenses and two great quarterbacks uh, certainly will get it done with two great receivers 
and chasing cup out there as well. They're both sitting at minus 140 to convert a fourth down. So that's a fun way to get involved in yeah. terms of the Rams looking at they've done 0 1 in the postseason in converting fourth downs, but 10 and 19 in the regular season, 52.6% clip. Hoping that comes home. But um, we talked a lot about the kickers and the field goal <laughs> market. And I know that you have a prop on that as well. So if I'm not looking to get involved with, let's say, the over for Evan McPherson, which I already am because Drew convinced me, <laughs> um, what other ways would you like to attack the kickers if you do, in fact, like a lot of the people, tend to lean the under in this game? Yeah, I do lean the under. Super Bowls usually are tough games, competitive games that come down to the final scores. And first quarters, fourth quarters, low scoring. And two good kickers. I mean, Evan McPherson's hit a number of 50 yarders, 58 on long this season. Matt Gay's been outstanding as well. He's had some long field goals. Only 46, though, in the postseason. So I'm a little worried on his end, but I do think we are going to see a 30-40 yard touchdown here. But the longest score will be a field goal. So I'm going to back it. And Money Mac, Shooter Mac, whatever you want to call him, I think he's the guy that's going to be able to get us on the board here with the longest score of the game. I think it's going to be a 50-yard plus field goal. Yep. Uh, we are in some strong agreement there. Um, <laughs> the over-under field goal prop is, I think, 47 and a half. 47 uh, and a half? Which is I, I over. Mean, yeah, that, the likelihood that that goes over, I think, Maybe it's real. because and then, the noise and rattling a young kicker oh, and yeah, setting it at 47 be, and a half. Be, I don't think he yeah. could be rattled. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I, I would love They've to said the it. same about Drew, and Drew was rattled last night. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. I'm getting rattled the closer we get to this game, guys. I'm getting, starting to get nervous. Um, so, Vaughn. We've heard from a couple of experts today. Mm -hmm. It seems like we're all leaning Rams to win yeah. and a little bit to the under. Uh, what is your official prediction in terms of side total here? Side and total. This has been a tough game to cap, but you know what? We are rolling with the Bengals plus the four. We think the Rams get the win. Now, the coaching aspect of them, Drew, I, I, I'm rooting for the Rams for you, my friend. Sure, sure, sure. But Sean McVay coaching is a very questionable thing. And then we've seen the Bengals make all those second-half adjustments so far. Every single postseason game, the end of the regular season, Zach Taylor, unless he blows this game, making his adjustments, I think the Bengals have a real shot at win this game. So I'll take the plus four, and I do lean the under. Uh, my best bet is going to be fading Odell Beckham Jr. under 63 and a half yards, but the line is now. And that's so. come down. That got bet all the way up to 65 and yeah, a half. Yeah, I had it at 65, and now it's come down. Points bet has a 60 and a half. Jay Croucher said it's, it's, it's a hot bet right now. Fade the public. Yeah, sharp action has come in on the under for OBJ and his receiving yards. Vaughn is on Twitter. You should follow him there at vmoneysports. Awesome social media content, behind-the-scenes looks from Radio Row. And he'll be joining us later on Blitzing the Board with more props. Vaughn, thank you very much for the time. Thank you. I feel like it's good, in my opinion, to hear people make a case for the Bengals, yes. right? If you are a Rams backer or a Bengals backer, you start hearing, regardless of you like, you start hearing every single person like the same side. It's a little spooky. Yes, yeah. So it is, it is nice to get a, a discerning opinion. It is, I agree with you. Um, I'd like to hear more. I'd like there to be a little bit uh, less of a consensus, a little le less of a Rams census uh, would be fine by me among our sharp friends. Fair enough. Well, the time has come, as it does every single day on Bet the Edge during the week, and we give our edge of the day. And we go back to the association, <laughs> where don't even call it a tough card. Don't you dare. We're looking... I don't like the energy. <laughs> I don't like the energy heading into a pick. Well, I'm on two losers right now. I need to find a winner in the NBA. I don't you know. I've, I think I've only had two losing weeks in uh, edge of the day NBA so far this season, which is it's as good as I've ever run. It's been outstanding and ridiculous. Um, but I need to win 
both today and tomorrow to get to three and two for the week with my edge of the day picks. No so. pressure then. Um, so we're going to go right back to the well with what's been working all season. Fading the Phoenix Sun. Oh, wait a second. What? Uh, yeah, no, I'm taking the Bucks here at plus four. I bet it at plus four. I guess it's plus three and a half right now. Points sure bet. Is. Points bet kind of leading the market in the right direction on this one, in my opinion. I think a fair price should be three. Uh, and really, starting um, to think that Jay is changing the lines the second he sees. Well, it Jay is a day. very Jay's no, no way. But uh, but Jay and I are are line, aligned in general with a lot of NBA thoughts right. because he's a very uh, he's a very wise mind when it comes to the way that the NBA handicap is shaped. Um, but uh, yeah, the you know the Suns are first game at back at home after a very very difficult road trip. They of course played back to back in Chicago and Philly, both hard 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 fought wins they are now at home hosting a Bucks team that we just got to see on Tuesday and I gotta tell you what man Things are clicking for this Bucks team. They are getting contributions from everyone, uh, and realistically, Giannis is starting to really put his fingerprints on this season in particular. Bucks have a decent shot here if they can put together, you know, carry this momentum into the month of uh, March. That uh, they are looking at a one seed potentially in the Eastern Conference, which I don't have to tell you. Being able to host playoff games, being able to have a one-eight matchup in round one, all of that is huge in terms of their probability of ultimately winning a title. You'd uh, be at the Eastern. Conference or a second straight NBA Finals. So um, this is obviously a rematch of last year's NBA Finals, and I think a preview of this year's. And I'll take the Bucks at plus three and a half. Uh, particularly loving their matchup with Giannis against uh, some of the big. I feel like that, I know uh, where you, know. you land if we get to the NBA Finals, and this is the rematch. But in terms of tonight, the line is moving as we're on air, looking at threes. Oh. So money has come in all over on the Milwaukee Bucks. Fifty-one percent of the handle over at points bet coming in on Milwaukee. How much does the fact that you saw them play the Lakers in person two nights ago affect this handicap, if at all? Well. Much more affecting my opinion on the MVP market for Giannis. Okay. Yeah. When uh, you, you know, when you watch the, any of the broadcasts, you tend to get stuck with like your eyeball on the basketball, and in person, you, it's a very different a viewing experience. And I could not take my eyes off of Giannis on every defensive possession, especially. It was an unbelievable the amount of uh, you know kind of gravity he has, and we're just repelling people like from away from the rim. Lakers weren't even trying to get to the rim; they were like settling for uh, Trevor Ariza three points, you know, sh uh, you know, create sure. his own shot type of uh, looks. So, um, yeah, Giannis uh, MVP is definitely influenced by having seen him. I think. Okay, but also taking the points with the Milwaukee Bucks, going against your Phoenix Suns. Yeah, but it's a good spot for the Bucks and a lot of money coming out of Milwaukee as we speak early this morning. I am sticking with my prop action for Super Bowl Sunday going to Cooper Cup. How about that? We haven't spent enough time talking about the best receiver in the game. You can take an alternate line for his receiving yards, which I think is a really fun way to attack this market. You can get Cooper Cup um, over or 125 plus receiving yards rather in plus money, plus 182 right now. Cooper Cup's done this already in two or three playoff games. First, the Bucks nine catches, 182 yards, and you look what he did against San Francisco in the NFC Championship game 11 receptions 142 yards he is the biggest threat in this game he probably will be the difference maker and there's a reason a lot of people are so high on him to an MVP come Sunday I think for him to go over which I think uh, his his line right now is 106 is going to be a breeze but if you take the alternate line something he's done going over that 125 mark at plus 180 plus 182 is a really juicy price for a guy that's shown he could do this time after time in the playoffs alone averaging 128 plus receiving yards per 
per game. I think he is going to be a monster and the biggest difference comes Sunday. So the alternate line over 125 plus receiving yards at plus 180 or better seems like an, uh, an awesome play. That's my biggest edge for edge of the day. Yeah, Cooper Cup is in the zone right now. There's no denying it. And I feel like if he has like a 125 yard game and the Rams win, I feel like he's like still like out there doing practice reps. Like I wanted to, I wanted more. I wanted a I feel like that too. You know, like I, I feel like he has the, uh, yeah, he has the guts to uh, to go the. out there and make this a big, big, big day. Cooper Cup famously missed the last Rams Super Bowl as he was recovering from an ACL injury. So uh, this is his first chance to really uh, kind of solidify what we all know, which is that he is uh, one of the best receivers in the NFL. Absolutely. Leads the team in targets, catches, yards, and touchdowns in the playoffs this season. Rooting for Cooper Cup, an easy thing to do come Sunday. Let's take a look at our recap, best bets, edge of the day. Cooper Cup, 125-plus receiving yards at plus 182 yeah. and drew yeah milwaukee bucks plus three and a half against at the phoenix suns uh i think the bucks win this one okay taking the bucks plus the points hoping they get the dub tonight that's all we have today here on bet the edge powered by points bet thanks for joining us as we leave radio row from los angeles for today be sure to tune in at 1 30 p.m eastern for blitzing the board a ton of more picks there Again, best of luck with all your wagers for Judensic. I'm Sarah Perlman. We'll see you tomorrow at 11 a.m. Eastern. Take care. Dietz and Watson's been making meats and cheeses the right way since forever. What's that mean? It means never cutting corners, ever. It means cooking, not processing. It means our Virginia brand ham that's cooked to perfection, then twice baked to layer the flavors. It takes more time, but you can taste the difference. We come to work every day to do it the right way, even if it's the hard way. Because if it's not right for us, it's not right for you. Dietz and Watson, it's a family thing since 1939. The living room is where you make life's most beautiful memories. But your sofa shouldn't be the one remembering them. The new life-resistant, high-performance furniture collection from Ashley is designed to withstand all the spills, slip-ups, and muddy paws that come with the best parts of life. Ashley high-performance sofas and recliners are soft, on-trend, and easy to clean. Shop the high-performance furniture in-store or online at ashley.com. Ashley, for the love of home.